Irish Exiteers! Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and football is back, baby. Professional football, college football, fantasy football. I love it all. Lots of people do. Football is an extremely popular sport. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but 98 million people watched the most recent Super Bowl, and that was the lowest number of viewers in the past 11 years. So, why do so many people love this sport? Is it the athleticism? Is it the camaraderie? The pride in your local team? The sweet uniforms? The touchdown celebrations? Is it the Dr. Pepper commercials? Or maybe it's all of that. Everybody's got their team, right? In the NFL, for me, it's the Los Angeles Rams. Why? Uh, Well, when I was like six or seven years old, uh, growing up in Michigan, it was hard being a Detroit Lions fan. Still is. Uh, So... I kind of just decided I was a Rams fan when I was a kid, and I've been loyal ever since. With college football, I'm a Michigan Wolverines fan. Go Blue! Again, growing up in Michigan, you had to decide between U of M and Michigan State. Uh, My sisters chose Michigan State, so I became a Michigan fan because sibling rivalries are fun. And I'm in Tuscaloosa now, so I'm also a Crimson Tide fan. Roll Tide! Game days in Tuscaloosa are a lot of fun, and it's nice to be near a team that wins a lot. Um, I will say that I think it's funny that football programs, other than being in different locations, think they're unique to others. You know, they say things like, at this program, we have a culture of winning. Uh, Doesn't everybody? I mean, some programs obviously win more than others, but that's everybody's goal, right? And that's part of why people love football, or any sport really, cheering for your team and hopefully watching them win. But as much as I love football, I'm actually not here just to sing its praises. Uh, There are a lot of controversies I could talk about when it comes to football. I could talk about the debate over paying college athletes. I could talk about off-the-field domestic and legal issues. I could talk about the national anthem the sports intersection with religion, how players destroy their bodies for our entertainment. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous how badly and how often they injure themselves. Uh, You know, I'm not comparing myself to NFL athletes, but I tore my ACL once, a very common injury in football, and it sucked. And uh, the rehab after surgery was brutal. I mean, I didn't have a full-time staff with state-of-the-art equipment. I just had a middle-aged physical therapist named Megan who liked to remind me that I might not have torn my ACL if I wasn't so fat. Thanks, Megan. But my point is, even with a team of professionals helping with their rehab for months, I can't imagine the immense pressure these athletes feel to get back out on the field as soon as possible and potentially re-injure themselves, tearing their knee to shreds and start the process all over again. And worse than the injuries is the head trauma. If Will Smith taught me anything, it's CTE is no joke. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Concussions and multiple impacts to the head can cause memory loss, confusion, depression, dementia. And sometimes you don't see these symptoms until years after their retirement. 
it's crazy how CTE was denied to be a real thing for years and years and years and even now, when everybody's aware of it and how horrible it is, we're still like, so when's kickoff? <laughs> and all this for only about 11 minutes of actual playing time. So, back to my original question, why do people love football so much? My mommy didn't want me playing football in high school, so I settled for marching band. I never played organized football in a serious capacity, so I wanted to talk to someone who was a football star in high school. My former roommate after college, Devin, who happens to be in a punk rock band now. Here's his perspective on the sport. Devin, what position did you play in football? Well, I'm from like a slot receiver. <laughs> it wasn't that, it wasn't exactly a necessity, but I mean, I'm not saying we're not drawn from a large pool of kids, but we had enough kids to make it so that not everybody had to play both sides of the ball. But, uh, but at least the coaches had to need to uh, perform my duties on both sides of the ball, I guess. Yeah. Did you win any awards? Um, I was first team all conference. I think I got like most improved player in my senior year and uh, honorable mention all region. Okay. So definitely not out of necessity. You were actually really good. No, it was above average. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, above average is above average. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, it's kind of a deal where I felt like my coaches didn't really have a whole lot of space with me, but we had injuries early in the year, so... Out of necessity, they put me on the field, and I'm like, well, well, maybe he can play. Maybe. But I'm sure you enjoyed being out there. Oh, yeah. I really, I did. It was a good outlet. I mean, it's one of the few things in that, that's uh, kind of supportive of violence, I guess. You know, in high school, I'm not saying violence is a good thing, but uh, I was an angry young man. That's why you like playing football. Just like for an outlet for your anger and to prove to prove them wrong. Yeah, I definitely had a chip on my shoulder because you know, I mean, I felt like the underdog for sure. But uh, I yeah, I really enjoyed. I mean, the camaraderie of it. Just like they put you through this intense physical training. To this day, I don't really think I've had anything like that. Like, we'd go off to uh, a military base, Fort Custer, mm. and we'd do, like, a week-long of all-day practices, pretty much, but that was just, like, in the summer, you know, kids would be exhausted. People even pass out before, and they made a big deal about, you know, staying hydrated. You don't want heat stroke, but, you know, it's fairly, I won't say common, but it was not unheard of. Mm-hmm. So they put us kids through a lot, and uh, when you go through that list of these guys, you know, you definitely bond and get close, and 
that was one thing I liked about football. It was, you know, it's a battle out there. It's like a war for us. And you're laying it on the line with the guys next to you. Interesting metaphor. Yeah. How often did you get hurt? Um, I guess, I mean, I got, they always say, you know, are you hurt or are you injured? There's a difference? Yeah. Well, they told us if you're hurt, you can keep playing. If you're injured, like, you can't, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, it's huh. never got to the point where I missed games. I mean. So did you, I, did you play when you were hurt? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, it was probably early in the season, my senior year, I tore some ligaments in my ankle, I believe is what the guy told me. It was like, to the point where my, they had to cut my cleats off after the game, because my foot was so swollen, but I just, uh, taped it up and played the next week. Wow. Why did you feel like you had to do that? I honestly just wanted to play. I didn't want to, you know, it's your last year of football. I, I mean, I would love to play college football, but I didn't think, you know, being having a being small like I am, that I really had a chance to play anywhere. So uh, I just wanted to make the most out of that last year and be out there for my teammates, really, and they they kind of still that sort of a. Uh, mentality into you, you know, not like, I guess now with concussion protocol and everything, they got to be more careful about that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. that's why they have to do it now, because that, uh, <clears throat> I guess the mentality in general has always been, if you can walk, if you can run, go out there and play, yeah. You mentioned uh, you really enjoyed the camaraderie. Do you think that's why football is so popular? Like, as far as the spectator sport, you know, it's, I mean, or like uh, player participants. Uh, yes, from the spectator point of view, why do you think it's so popular? Probably the violence has to do a big part of it, you know. Um, and these people, well, we see at the pro level, a lot of people, it's like, uh, becomes their identity along with the city that they live in. That sort of thing. Or right. even at the college level, you see it like, oh, we want to root for our school, or this is where I want my kids to go, or this is where my grandparents want, or whatever, you know. Yeah, but you could do that with, like, baseball. <laughs> yeah. They say that, you know, that baseball was America's pastime. They still consider it that, but Anything that's going to build the violence? Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people that when they introduce these new rules into the NFL and college about, you know, to protect the players, they they get upset about that sort of thing. Like, back in the day, you could, like, way back in the day, people would just straight up clothesline guys. <laughs> just be, you know, just were mean about it. That combat sport, I guess. And the athletes now, I feel like they're just getting bigger and faster, and it's a lot of fun to watch people at the top of their game. You know, they, yeah. uh, they, they do things that you just think that the normal humans weren't capable of. I saw the, the rise of uh, 
hurdling, just jumping over people. Like, I remember that when I was coming up in high school. They called it McGuffey. That guy that he uh, had a plane in Michigan, running back. But that was the first guy that I remember making that popular, just jumping over dudes. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there are definitely tales of athletes like Bo Jackson, that guy, they say it was just like out of this world. Like, didn't work out or anything, but it was just naturally gifted, and he's playing at the highest levels in baseball and football. Like, it's nuts. Or Deion Sanders did the same thing. So, for whatever reason, football is super popular, super mainstream. Now, being a punk rocker, that means you're supposed to be anti-mainstream, right? So, why is football an exception? Would you define yourself as a punk rocker? Yeah, uh, okay, so where that comes from is it started out as a counterculture to the glitz and glam of pop, you know, in like the early 70s. But it's become more of a mindset, a philosophy, I guess, a worldview. And a lot of it is just liking what you like, not being influenced by, I guess, outside. Uh, factors such as advertisement or, but I mean, I don't know, that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> that's a good, uh, name for a band. Whole other can of worms? <laughs> We're just can of worms. Yeah. Okay. But, you disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to your question about, well, going against the mainstream, I guess. It was, uh, I don't know, like, when I was in high school, well, growing up, I was always, like, that was encouraged, voice were encouraged, and that was just something that, I guess, my parents put on me. Like, you know, they wanted me to be in sports, and I didn't hate it. Like, I enjoyed I liked being good at things, so. Yeah, who doesn't? That's true. So, I went along that path, and it wasn't, I was never, like, I never thought of it when I was playing, like, oh, this is too mainstream or whatever, I'm too cool for this. It's just, like, I do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, because if you say something is too mainstream, I feel like you're still being influenced by, you know, the outside. Like, oh, you don't want to like that because everybody else likes it. You might like it because it doesn't matter if everybody else likes it or not. I guess it just depends on you. That's subjective. That's a good point. So, you talked about how football has changed and, like, music changes all the time, like the trends. Uh-huh. Do you think football will ever end? Football, I mean, <clears throat> I guess now, you know, with a lot of these athletes, at the professional level, you're seeing earlier and earlier retirements, like, like Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. Jake Locker, all these big names that were at the there's a lot of uh, a lot more scientific data out there that supports, you know, or paints this picture of athletes after their careers. And I've heard lots of stories about how, you know, some of them can barely walk or talk. But it's the same way with stuff like boxing. Right. You know, you take a lot of that brain trauma, it's not going to be good for you in the long run. But at the same time, as an occupational hazard, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. 
I mean, I don't want anybody to end up like that, you know, but when you get into the game, you have to know that that's going to be part of your life if you're going to play the game for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe as there's more evidence that comes out, there'll be less and less people willing to participate in the sport. I think they might have seen a little bit of that already, but... um, Maybe if they develop some better uh, equipment, pads, helmets, and stuff like that, they can sort of offset that thing. So I don't know. Uh, if you had to choose between music and football as a career, what would you pick? <sighs> well, it's easy to say now because I don't play football at all. I mean, if you would have asked me at uh, 17, I would have definitely said football because I didn't play music. <laughs> oh, okay. It's interesting that music and football hasn't really intersected uh, you know, yeah, at, the, at different times. Yeah, it definitely came about at different times. I mean, but they both serve like the same purpose as an outlet, really. So, I mean, I've always had issues with, uh, expressing myself, so I don't need all the stuff to be pent up inside of me, and that's what I've used as outlets. Athletics and music, but I don't know. I feel like if I were to make it bigger as a musician, there'd be more longevity. <laughs> yeah, not so much head trauma. Well, I hope uh, you can do that. You can expose yourself to <laughs> lots of people in the future that's, with the music. That's what I'm trying to do. I just want to expose myself to as many people as possible. <laughs> there you go. That's the trick. <laughs> Devin talked about loving the camaraderie of the team and using football as an outlet for anger, which is fine. But he also talked about injuries, or rather the difference between getting hurt and getting injured. If you're hurt, you can keep playing, or so they say. Devin played with torn ligaments in his ankle just because he wanted to play and be there for his teammates. He didn't even have major aspirations to play in college. Remember, this is just high school. Kids are playing through injuries because they need to play for college scholarships. And then those college kids are playing through injuries to make it in the NFL. And then those guys are playing through injuries to make a career. And then people are shocked when all the stars retire in their prime, like Calvin Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, Andrew Luck, just to name a few. I really hate to say this because I do love football, but maybe we should consider Irish exiting football or at least football as we know it right now. If we were to make a pros and cons list about the sport, I don't think the pros would outweigh the cons. I think morally we'd have to stop. I thought it was interesting that Devin used the metaphor of the battlefield to describe football. Players are going into battle with each other. Football players are like modern day gladiators. I mean, obviously boxers, MMA fighters, and the UFC are a much closer comparison, but you can make the argument for football. They're putting their bodies on the line for our entertainment. You know, gladiators battled in arenas full of thousands of people. You know, the crowds had favorite gladiators, maybe a gladiator who represented their city. It was about local pride. If someone were to organize a fight to the death gladiator tournament today, we would consider that barbaric. So why do we cheer for a sport where players are expected to hit each other as hard as they can until their bodies can't take it anymore? 
And then the fans get upset when the league tries to enact rules that are meant to protect the players. So there's got to be an alternative. Now, for Devin, he transitioned from football to music as an outlet for his anger. And not every kid's an angry kid like Devin, but we all have emotions, as annoying as they are. And it is possible to find ways to express yourself that don't involve head trauma. You know, it is possible to find ways to entertain ourselves that don't involve horrible injuries. What the alternative is exactly, I can't say for sure. I'm not someone who has all the answers. I'm just a guy who likes to make observations and talk a lot of shit. That's my pastime. What's yours? Thanks for listening to this absurdity, and I hope you'll join me next time. Oh, and you can listen to Devin's band, Oh Odious Ones, on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud. Just search for Oh Odious Ones and rock out. Irish exit everything. Irish exit everything.